welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello and welcome to episode 269 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Siobhan Key and welcome to 2024. It feels really, really weird to say that. I can't believe like 2023 passed me in a blur. And so I'm like, how did we get to another year already? But 2024, like picture back when you're in high school. Could you imagine like being in the year 2024. It's mind-boggling. Anyways, what we're going to talk about today is how can we create positive goals for the new year? I think actually the new year is a fantastic time to set goals. I just think we have been taught to do it wrong and that's why resolutions etc get a bad rap and why it feels like they perpetuate failure because they're just not done the right way. They're done based on kind of diet culture. And we'll talk a bit about that. But what I'm going to share today are ways to really create goals that can help you feel better in your whole life while reaching things that are important to you. And this is the approach that I'm going to be using in my own life in this year to think about my goals. As I record this, I haven't yet sat down through my New Year's routine that I do where I sum up and look at last year and then really focus on what I want to create next year. But I'm going to be asking myself similar questions and I'm actually going to be creating a module with these similar questions, with this similar approach for my fellowship members. So Thrive Fellowship is for the people who've been through Thrive Academy for physicians and their want ongoing support and ongoing coaching. And so this month, they're going to have a module that's a little bit similar to this. And so I thought I'd share it with you because I think it is a really good way to talk about goals. And I think if we can change how we talk about goals, we can actually start to create more success for ourselves. A lot of the challenges where it feels like it's hard to be successful in goals is just because how we've been taught to view them and think about them. So where is it that the whole resolution idea falls down? Like, why is it the resolutions feel so shitty? Number one, the first reason is that resolutions are really based on this idea that there's something wrong with you that you need to change. So it's like moving forward from a place of lack. There's something wrong. There's something defective. I'll make a resolution to fix it. And that just feels crappy, Like there is no situation where telling yourself that there's something wrong with you that you need to fix is going to feel good long-term to change it. The second reason is that they're often time pressured. It's like the clock goes on January 1st and it's like a starting gun at a race. Like, Go 
on all your resolutions. And so you come out of there like a sprint and you're sprinting hard from the start. And then about two or three weeks in, it becomes hard to sustain and you start to struggle. And the real problem with this is that then we blame ourselves, not the process that we'd use to set the goals. Now, this episode's being released on January 8th. So you'll already be into the whole resolution stuff by about a week. And you may already be noticing, if you did classical resolutions this year, you might be noticing these are feeling hard to maintain. And it's probably just the way you set them up and the way you've been talking to yourself about them, as well as having like change has to happen now and it's got to happen quickly like this time pressure and then the other idea is that the other reason why resolutions are challenging is that they're based on an idea that you'll be happy when you get there so often resolutions are based on the goal is the end point and that's where I will be happy and where I will feel my best and it doesn't matter what I do to get there as long as I get there because then I can relax and be happy And as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, definitely for weight, that doesn't work. There is no end point. And happiness doesn't happen because you hit a number on a scale. Happiness happens because of how you think and go about your days and how you address your needs. And often that ends up, if you're doing it in a way that helps you focus on your weight, it can help move the scale. But it's not the scale that makes you happy. It's the other stuff you do to support yourself in moving that scale that has the potential to make you happy. It is very easy to do horrible stuff to yourself to make the scale move, hit a goal or lose a significant amount of weight and feel unhappy, even though the scale's down. The scale is not the answer and it's also not the issue. If you're feeling unhappy, it's not the scale number that is making you unhappy It might be how you're thinking about the scale number, but also it might be how you're going through your days and are you actually giving time to yourself and honoring your needs as high as the other people in your life? All of these things can make you feel unhappy and put you in a place where you blame your weight as the cause of feeling unhappy. So that's why resolutions don't work and why I don't think they're a great idea. But like I said at the beginning, we can do goal setting differently where it is positive. It does help. And so I want you to think about what if we just did things differently? What if this year we made goals from a place of believing that you are completely enough exactly as you are right now? I want you to let that sink in. So you think, Instead of making a goal from a place of, okay, there's something missing in me, there's a defect I'm trying to fix, and I'm going to fix it. Setting goals from right now, exactly as I am, exactly as my body is, exactly as my weight is, I am enough right now. You don't have to do more to become enough. You are enough. You're more than enough. You're amazing. Now we can set goals from the place of, I'm already enough. But what do I want more of? And that's going to feel very different than setting goals from a place of there's something wrong with me and how do I fix it? You feel the difference. Now, I know that that might be a stretch for some of you and it's okay. If it feels uncomfortable, it's okay. Just practice considering what if I was enough right now? You don't even have to tell yourself that you're enough. Just consider the question will help. We, as women physicians, we spend our entire lives feeling like we're not measuring up, like we're not enough. Like we have something to prove. We have more we need to do in different areas of our life. And so sitting down and being like, what if I was actually enough right now? 
can feel uncomfortable, but it's important. I think we need to have that conversation with ourselves more because nobody else is ever going to tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, you're enough. You can stop now. Doesn't happen. So if we think, what if I is enough right now? And then I'm going to share some questions to help work on developing goals that feel a lot more positive and will help fuel positive change in your life this year. Number one, ask yourself, what do I want more of in my life? So instead of what am I missing and what do I want to fix? It's like, what do I have that I actually want to amplify in my life? What are the good things I want to create more of? It's a different conversation. Now, again, if it's hard and you're like, I don't know what I want more of, what I encourage you to do is maybe think of the things that reflexively come up and then just shift them to be like, okay, what is it that I want more of if this is a goal that's coming up? So examples that I wrote down just to give you an idea of how to do this is like, if you're like, oh, I just don't want to work so much. What you might be wanting more of is space or time, time to yourself, maybe. If you're thinking, I want to lose weight, ask yourself, what is it? If I lose weight, what is it that I'm picturing I'll have more of when I'm at a lower weight? I wrote down ease in my body. I think other common things that would come up when I'm talking to physicians is energy, just feeling good in my days. The weight is a surrogate for how you actually want to feel or how you think you'll be feeling when you hit that weight. So focus on what is it that I want? What do I think that will create more of for me? Another common resolution would be I want to exercise more. And maybe what you want more of with that one is to feel strong, to feel good when your body moves. Maybe you want more energy. That's a big reason why I exercise is because it really gives me energy. Other things I was thinking about, like if you're thinking, what do I want more of? Consider these as options. Maybe you want more fun this year. What would that be like if that was your goal? Maybe you want more days where you feel relaxed, where you can actually stop. Maybe you want more days where you feel like your needs were met. Think about it. We're just changing the conversation to just a different frame. Instead of what am I doing wrong, we're changing to what do I want to create more of in my life? Next question is how do I create that? Now, here's the interesting thing, especially if traditionally you would set a weight loss goal. When you're thinking, okay, I want to create more ease in my body. Yes, some of that might be that you work on healthy eating and you work on moving your body so it feels good. But also there may be things that you do that can create ease in your body before the scale ever moves. This is true a lot of the time when we look at, okay, what is it that we actually want when the scale moves? Often you can start creating it now. So how can you create that? Whatever your I want more of was, how can you start creating it now? How can you continue to create it through the course of the year? Question number three, and I encourage you, I didn't say this at the beginning, but if you can sit down and write this stuff out, it will help you a lot more than just doing it in your head. I know it's hard when you're driving. <laughs> so if you're driving, you know, maybe saying it out loud or dictating it into your phone would be options, just so that you have a recording of what you're thinking. Number three is how can I talk to myself about this goal? This is important because it's going to be really easy for the old ways of thinking about goals to sneak back in because you've had how many years approaching New Year's goals in that way? Of course, they're going to sneak back in. So thinking, how can I talk to myself about this goal and keep reminding myself that we're going to do things differently? 
how can I do that? How can I talk to myself about this goal in a way that'll make me feel excited and remind myself that it's about creating more in my life? It's not about needing to be less or needing to fix things. It's about creating more. It's abundance in my life. And then the fourth question is, what supports might I need along the way? This podcast could be a really good support. You know, is there a friend that might be interested in doing this journey differently with you? Could you set up like a little friend accountability support group that not just is a place to atone when you feel like you didn't do things wrong, but a place that can really remind you, hey, remember you're doing this differently this year. Remember you said you wanted more of this. How can we focus on that? And often when we focus on the thing we want more of, other stuff will come along for the ride. It will fall into place. This is the power of changing this conversation is you find that your eating and your exercise and all those things you might classically do with New Year's resolutions will fall into place. It'll come along when you start focusing on something that you really want more of in your life. But it will feel very different than if you're just like, I have to exercise more. I can't eat so much. That feels crappy and isn't sustainable. When we really focus on what do we really want in our life? What do we want more of? The other things will come along for the ride. And so if you're choosing people to support yourself, choose people who get this piece of it, who are interested in doing it differently, who want to move away from the diets and the restriction and deprivation and all that sort of stuff. And if you want the highest level of support that's available, honestly, come join us inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. This is what the program is all about. And I think January is an amazing time to come join because it will immediately take you out of all the resolution, diet, yo-yo, starting hard in January, feeling like you failed a month or two later. And instead, you will build skills and a smarter approach that actually lasts for you, where years down the road, you'll be able to look back and be like, oh, I'm still using all that. That was a pivotal changing point in my journey because it helped me build skills that medical school hadn't taught me, diet culture had never taught me. And those skills are things that continue to impact my days. And I'm saying that with experience in that that's how I think about all of these skills that I've learned over the years. I continue to use them. They continue to impact my experience as I go through my days. So if you want that high level of support, if you want access to me, where you can come to me and be like, hey, Siobhan, I keep doing this thing. (laughs) What do I do? And you want somebody who can really help guide you in a very positive way, help you build skills instead of just saying, oh, just stop doing it. Don't eat. Don't eat that. Then Thrive Academy for Physicians is the right place for you. It's what we do. It's about thriving in your weight loss. Instead of just setting the bar of like, I just need to lose weight and I'll do anything. It's about like, yeah, let's hit those goals, but let's do it in a way where it feels really good. And it is possible. And at the same time, thriving in your life. Because it's really hard to thrive in your weight loss and your eating when you're feeling really overwhelmed and burnt out in life. And these past years as a physician have been really challenging. I suspect they're going to continue to be challenging. And that's why we need support like this even more now than we ever have. So come check it out. Starttothrive.ca. Submit an application form. Tell me about yourself. If I think that you're a good fit, you'll hear from me and be invited to book an appointment with me where we can chat, where we can talk about what it is 
that you're struggling with and where I might be able to help. It's all no pressure, no obligation. It's about finding the right fit for you. So head over to starttothrive.ca and we'll chat soon. All right. Have a fantastic day, guys. I hope that you have an amazing start to your 2024 and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.